Hey sister, welcome to season four of the Your Sorority Journey podcast. I'm Cassie, a sorority advocate and community enthusiast. After spending the last eight years traveling the country to experience sorority with sisters like you on your campuses and at your conferences, I started this podcast and her sorority journey to help you navigate the various seasons that sorority has to offer. From finding your place in sisterhood to running for officer positions, all the way to preparing for your career after graduation, This podcast is your guide on how to get the most out of your sorority and apply it to your goals in college. Thanks for inviting me along on your journey. I can't believe it, but we are wrapping up the Step Up series with a a topic that's not very fun to talk about. When we want the same positions as our sisters, um, or more specifically our friends, like our good friends, are interested in the same positions as us, either are on the council or in the chapter, how to go about that and how to maintain what matters most, the relationship. Uh, what are your thoughts on talking about this as we round out this series? Excited to explore the topic a little bit. I personally, thankfully, haven't been in this situation, but I have known a lot of sisters who have been in this situation. So excited to kind of dive in and just see the different perspectives. Have you seen anyone that you, any chapters that you support this happen in their chapter? Definitely. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, all the new members are coming into the chapter. They are super eager to get into leadership, which is really, really exciting for oh, that chapter. But um, a little nerves around, I don't want to apply for the same position as my friend. I know she's really interested. Yeah. So really just trying to navigate that. Yeah, I feel like as we get started, we just need to claim the truth that running for an officer position is not the same as liking the same boy or liking the same person or the same partner. I think, you know, there we can be so territorial. This has come up actually in so many of my new member uh, programs of when you join a chapter and you didn't know that a sister has dated someone else uh, before. And then all of a sudden you're like, interested in someone and you find out that that you have like a the the sister code right you can't date him you can't date her because so and so dated them before right we got to be careful that we don't look at officer elections like we look at dating right dating in the chapter and in college is we all have our own like moral codes around that with sisters we could probably do an episode all about if you're interested in the same person romantically but that's not what we're talking about today. And so we need to make sure not to confuse that and maybe some like stricter boundaries or guards that we have around dating with elections because the the role of vice president of philanthropy or uh, sisterhood chair is not like wanting to date the same person. <laughs> and I, I say that because I think we treat it the same way, right? Like exactly to your point, um, we talk about these positions and we're like, well, I can't, I can't run for that if so-and-so is. And I was actually in that kind of position my final year that I could be on uh, in a leadership role. I was wrapping up my year as chapter president and had been Panhellenic delegate the year before. And when my year on pan as Panhellenic delegate was ending, um, I had a lot of people reach out to me about running for Panhellenic because I was so invested. And I was like, you know, I like, I think I want to give one more year to my chapter, but I think I will run for a Panhellenic role next year. And in the back of my mind, I'd known I wanted to run for Panhellenic president. It was something that was on my heart. It was something I was excited about. 
Um, but one of my best friends was on the Panhellenic Council. And throughout her year, she also decided that she wanted to run for Panhellenic. And I, I don't know where we missed each other in not communicating that we both were interested in the same position. Um, but I know she was really hurt when she found out that I wanted to run for Panhellenic. And we had to have a conversation about it because our close friends were on that nominating committee. Like, both people who knew us personally well, not just, they weren't just uh, people that we knew through the community or through the chapter. They were like people that we did life with closely. And that that makes things blurry. That makes things hurtful and confusing. And we just got to talk about it. Um, I think the first thing that we have to recognize is that you feel drawn to position, like why you feel drawn to positions is not, you not owe an explanation to your friend that you were drawn to this position for whatever reason. I do think, go back and listen to our first uh, aspiring leader episode of the Step Up series where we talk about like getting real with why you want certain positions and recognizing if you want them for the the reputation or the the positioning associated with it, or if you are like really called to the outcome and the impact knowing the difference, but recognizing you owe anyone an explanation for running for whatever positions. It's a free chapter. It's a free, it's a, it's an opportunity to put your, put yourself out there. Um, and ultimately as friends, you, uh, as friends, you are also sisters and as sisters, we need to position ourselves to want the best officer for the chapter um, and we might both think that we are the best officer for the chapter and that's okay. You can vote for yourself. Um, but that doesn't mean that you should discourage your sister from running if that's her belief. What are your thoughts on that? I 100% agree. It is really uncomfortable, I'm sure, to be in that situation of like, oh, I didn't know you wanted that too. Um, because you probably both have great that can contribute yeah. to the position in different facets like maybe you're really great at running the or organizing the event but maybe the other sister uh your best friend who's interested in the position could be really great at the public speaking component and being out in front of the chapter and standing up every chapter meeting so um your committee or your chapter whoever's in charge of putting you into those positions before the voting happens you kind of have to just trust them uh you yeah. know that you have skills but you're not the only one also that has skills like I'm sure your best friend who also wants the position is so capable even though it may be difficult so I'm curious Kathy how did you approach the conversation with your friend um and how did that go? I remember it actually so vividly because uh, when she found out that I was running, our it just got tense. We didn't talk about it ahead of time. It just got tense. Um, and so I had, I actually, you know what? I say I remember it so vividly and I think I was wrong. I think I'm the one who actually told her. I don't think she knew before that. I think I, because I'd heard her talk about it a lot. Um and I knew that I had talked about wanting to run for that position um, when I was Panhellenic delegate. And obviously I was busy running my chapter that year while she was on Panhellenic exec in another role. Um, and so I, I just think that she had figured that 
I had maybe wanted to go a different direction or wasn't interested or we honestly hadn't talked about it. And so I remember we were walking to a Panhellenic meeting or something like that. And I just told her, hey, I just want to let you know that I am running for Panhellenic president. And I know you are too. And I, I just trust the community to make the best decision. Um, but I just wanted to like communicate that to you. And I remember her being really frustrated with me. I remember her feeling like really hurt and disappointed. And that honestly, it took some time for us to work through. She ended up getting elected Panhellenic president. And um, it just took some time for us to to work through and walk through. Um, but I think one thing that's really important to remember and a truth that we all have to cling to going into elections regardless of if we're running or we're really passionate about one of our friends who are running for a position that they really should be in this role, we have to remember that the chapter always makes the right decision. Now, what do I mean by that? We are part of an exclusive organization. It's invitation-based, which means that we are vetting every member that joins our organization to comply and align with the same values and um, fundamental beliefs as we do, Right. Not not saying religious beliefs, not saying political beliefs, but saying like values-based relational beliefs about where our organization is going and what it supports and the direction that we all want to grow as a result of being members of it. So if we believe that every member of our organization complies to those things, then we have to trust the decisions that each and every one of them makes. We do this in recruitment. Each of our members, are initiated members are like, able to vote or like put their two cents in about the sisters who we meet throughout the recruitment process we have to do the same thing with elections we have to leave every outcome of a vote accepting the vote because the chapter is made up of members whose um beliefs we have all like come we all like we all elevate and support because we have all said that we are on the same page about these things. Does that make sense? So I think when we, when we go to a vote, we have to go into it knowing that the chapter always makes the right decision because if we don't believe that, then we don't believe in the greater organization that we've subscribed to. Um, and so I think going into elections and that's ultimately, it was a hard reality for me to accept when I wasn't elected Panhellenic president. But it was something I had to accept and move forward from, right? This was not the direction I was supposed to go. And that's okay. I just feel this sense of disappointment that I, the, the community didn't see me as the best fit. And I think we need to validate that it's okay to be disappointed. And for those who do get elected and have friends that don't, there needs to be a high level of like empathy and um, reinvestment in the relationship to the process, even if you aren't running for the same position. The year I was elected chapter president, a very good friend of mine did not get elected into a position she really wanted. And that was really hard for her because the rest of her really good friends got elected onto exec and she didn't. And so it was really important that we surrendered our like excitement and like quieted that for a minute and like comforted her, even knowing the chapter always makes the right decision. She's still allowed to be disappointed by the outcome. And I think you can hold both truths at the same time of, I see myself really well fit for this, but ultimately the chapter always makes the right decision. Yeah, that is such a great point that you made about um, not believing in the organization. Like we're not going to believe in our sister's ability to 
elevate the chapter, then we're not aligned with our organization as a whole, potentially. Um, I personally have never thought about it that way, so I hope others hear that and that I've just repeated that, that like, that is so true. That just like hit me <laughs> when you said that. Um, and I yeah. think that at the basis of an organization, um, any organization, but definitely authority is the community and the sisterhood. And who are we as sisters, as women, um, if not supporting each other and, um, it's so admirable that you and your friends at the time where at the age of college, I'm 18 through 22, it's such an easy time um, to let your emotions just like kind of take that over. So for you and your friends to have that forethought of, oh, let's support our sister and our friend first and we can celebrate later. Um, I think that's really admirable. And I hope, hope some people can take that lesson with them as well. Yeah. And I, I think it's okay to recognize like I just I just want everyone to hear it's okay to be disappointed by the outcome but we ultimately have to get to a place after some amount of time that we recognize this greater thing that we've subscribed to that we align ourselves with and now ultimately like if those leaders that got elected do not do what they said they were going to do like on the premise that we elected them then there can be another conversation but I think like we have to take this experience so sacred because we when we elect an officer into a position we are entrusting them we are saying we've got your back we support the decision that we you make and we move forward very often and complain about the officers who we elected like this decision is up to you who you want to stand in this role and more often than not the things that we complain about your friend or the other officer would have made the same decision right like not to say they would have done it the exact same way, but at the end of the day, most things run the same direction or like the conflicts that we have aren't entirely up to that officer. They're like, uh, they're just like the collateral damage, like don't shoot the messenger kind of situation, right? Like they're in the middle of things outside of their control, right? So I think it's just really important that we remember that when we elect an officer, we say we have their back in, until they do something that um misaligns with our organization's fundamental values and like who we are as a collective until that point we have to back them and support them um as they move forward in their role uh so I, I just think it's really important to recognize that even if you aren't elected we have to get to a place that we accept the results and then moving forward recognize that the skills gifts and abilities that we've gotten so confident advocating for ourselves about or or that or maybe even like through another sister like calling out in us can be used in other areas even if it's not in that position you never know when other positions might open in the chapter in the community um on campus that are really beneficial for that a different position if it's not the one that you wanted or just as a general member of the chapter, you have so much to offer regardless of your leadership role. So don't give up on the organization just because elections didn't go the way you wanted. Give yourself time to grieve, reach out to sisters, let them know that you're really struggling with this so they can help you get to that point of acceptance and then contribution in a different capacity than you expected. I ended up getting appointed onto the panel and executive board in a different role than I applied for and had a really impactful year. So don't discount the impact that can be had. 
I love that so much. You never know what's going to happen in a year, especially as a college student and all the opportunities that there are. So love that. Encourage me just to keep an open mind and yeah, hate and care, but trust the process. <laughs> we hate we hate the words trust the process, but that's not just true of my story. I know so many friends who've gotten elected or appointed into other positions halfway through the year that they never expected. And um, I know it can be re- like, in the same way that recruitment, we can really struggle facing that sense of rejection. Try to allow yourself not to think about it that way. Um, in the same way that we try to counsel our potential new members not to feel um, personally attacked by not being asked by back by a chapter, recognizing there is such a bigger picture that you are wanting to contribute to in a small facet. Recognize, I keep using that word, but I just think it's really important to like see beyond your your sorority journey that that your sorority journey is a part of a much bigger opportunity for members of your chapter in your community to be changed and impacted by sorority and if your chapter or your community didn't see it was a best fit for that officer position that might be because you're better fit to serve in another role at another time or in another week you never know and um yeah, I hope that you'll stay open-minded about how you can allow sorority to impact your leadership trajectory, even if the results of elections don't go the way you had hoped. Anything you want to end us on as we wrap up the Step Up series tonight? I don't think so. I feel like we've covered a lot in the past two weeks. So I am so thrilled to have been able to share my heart and my experiences with everyone. So thanks for having me. Yeah, great job kicking off uh, your inaugural uh, podcast debut with four episodes, Emily. We were lucky to have you. I uh, <laughs> So I want to thank you so much for being on and also want to share for anyone listening who is about to potentially get elected into an officer position or an advisor listening for to support their future officers. I want to encourage you um, to check out a uh, year-long course that we've developed for executive councils, executive boards, executive committees of chapters and panhellenic communities called executive board vision planning. It's a seven module course that's designed to address hot topics in leadership roles, um, specifically on the calendar uh, leadership uh, year. So for those who are starting their officer roles in like December and carrying them out till this time next year. Um, Definitely check it out to consider how it could impact your ability to grow, accomplish goals, and stay accountable as individual leaders through our course modules that are for individual enrollment. And then the collaborative piece where there is group discussions for your board to come together to discuss the things that you have each processed individually as a group to apply for the betterment of your cohesive team and also the impact that you can have on the chapter or the community. Uh, So executive board vision planning is linked in our show notes and we hope to chat with you if you're interested. Thank you all so much for joining us for the Step Up series. Thank you, Emily, for being here. Uh, And we will see you with more episodes of the Your Story Journey podcast in the coming weeks. 
However you listen, whether on your walk to class or drive to work, during your workout, or just while you're getting ready in the morning, thank you for tuning in to the Your Sorority Journey podcast today. If you resonated with this episode in any way, it would mean the world if you would tell a friend about it. Either share this episode to your Instagram story, throw the link to listen in your chapter or executive council group chat, or write a review on Apple Podcasts so more sisters can find guidance on their sorority journey just like you did. As always, sister, we are here for you and can't wait to chat again next week.